Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's good, Internet? One last time. It is December 17th, and you are listening to Waypoint Radio, episode 448. We think, but crucially, the waypoint.gay website, which lets us know where we actually are in the chronology, is down. Yesterday, we feared it was a, uh, we hoped, actually, it was an AWS outage and that service would be restored. But unfortunately, now, the site just appears to no longer be updating based on Waypoint Radio episode numbers, and we are just at a loss. We're at sea. I think this is episode 448. But what do I know? Uh, I'm flying blind here through through a fog bank. Uh, joining me in the fog bank, Patrick Lepic. Hello. <laughs> and our producer, Ricardo Contreras. Right, hello. Here, let me- hello. 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 I'm trying to get through the fog. Here, let me help you. It's 449. Cotto, then everything I said the other day was wrong. Yeah, you were off by one and I didn't realize. I'm sorry. <laughs> Back then... We fucking crashed into the fucking mountain. Here, though, we're swerving. We're still swerving. In the future. Mm. <laughs> See, uh, the Sandra Bullock film, The Net, tried to warn us about the way this sort of dependency <laughs> would lead us to disaster. And indeed, uh, that movie begins with a guy crashing into a mountain because what? the machine lied to him. Oh, yeah, no, the the, the character, like, the, the way that Sandra Bullock's character ends up completely, like, uh, cut off and identity stolen is because the one person she knows in like real life her like hacker collaborator is killed when uh the evil hackers um like change his flight instrumentation in the net and so he's like a recreational pilot and basically now he's getting a bogus altimeter reading and just flies into a mountain uh it's real real scary uh even at the time what a movie anyway (laughs) I'm in a little bit of a frenzy here, because uh, I just I just raced here, raced out, and then raced back. We gotta we gotta back this up. I, uh, <laughs> Rob, Rob and I were having a conversation this morning. You know, one of many we have throughout the day. Um, and uh, our uh, beloved Chicago Bears, despite what they do to us, we keep coming back. Uh, we'll have three of their main coordinators out for their their upcoming football contest. Um, their offensive coordinator, their defensive coordinator, and their special teams coordinator um, all are on a COVID list. Um, hey, um, and thus, yeah. quick question from someone who doesn't actually... Sure. But that sounds like all the coordinators? It's everyone but much. the head coach. Yep. Um, no, it's a, it's uh, a lot of them. Those are like uh, three most huh, important Offense, defense, and team. special teams. I feel like yeah. I've heard all three of those before. Yeah, those are, and, I think uh, they call the three <laughs> phases of football. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm ready for Matt Nagy Unleashed. I think we're going to see some shit. Like, you know what? These other guys, like Urban, like, he's just too nice to say what Urban, Urban Meyer said. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Nagy is a winner fucking alpha 
And he just didn't want to tell everyone that they suck and actually he's the genius. But now with no coordinators, we're going to see. Time to be BU in all three phases, Rob. Um, anyway, so th- there has been uh, this coincides with uh, the Chicago Bulls uh, uh, at one point having so many players in COVID protocols uh, that they could they could not field a team. There's a minimum player requirement to get on the floor of a basketball court or you will forfeit. Um, and they had to the NBA had to waive how you normally sign players so that they could bring folks up from, I think they call it the G League, which is kind of like their developmental league um, in, in the NBA, um, just so they could basically lose games. Um, like, hey, we know we don't have any of your good players, but like, you know, got to get out there and just shoot them hoops. Um, and uh, I've noticed this happening. I mean, obviously, this has been hitting two teams that I follow pretty closely. But if you've been following sports in general, there have just been a rash of outbreaks in in hockey, in basketball, in football. And if uh, we rewind the tape to March 2020, like the moment, there was the day that COVID became real, right? It was it was Tom Hanks uh, got COVID. Um, the NBA in the middle of a game walked off the court and said, we're not doing this anymore. And also I think we're shutting down the season till they resumed in the summer. And there was a third thing. There was a third thing that happened that day, but it was like, a, it was like the moment where COVID became kind of real for everyone. And sports... In particular, since then, has sort of been at like the forefront of like how I feel. But like, where are the outbreaks? Like, how bad you know is it? Um, it's one of many metrics. But they test every day, right? And so when you're having all these folks get caught, and these and and like on the the uh, I believe like in NFL franchises, um, they are 100% across the board on the coaching staffs of every team being vaccinated. Thus telling you that people who are testing are like, you know, breakthrough cases, like these are people who are otherwise being fairly careful or forced to be careful because of their jobs. And these teams are being fucking decimated, which says to me that Omicron is fucking everywhere. Because where else in your life are you getting tested unless you've had a close a close contact or someone does test positive. And let's be real. A lot of people are letting it ride if they're vexed where they're like, yeah, I mean, I maybe I was exposed, but probably not. Or maybe you're not even getting tested, right? Like maybe like you have, like if you yeah. feel like you have a cold, you're like, fine, I'll just stay home for 10 days. Like yeah. I'm not doing that much anyway. Like, I think that's, I think that's reasonable. Like, I don't think that's like irresponsible to, to do that. It's all just that we've like gotten to a place where we've been told over and over. Uh, like if you get vaccinated, you're safe. Like you might just go we're just all, you know, everyone's risk uh, assessment is different. <laughs> anyway, I'm laying out this theory to Rob. And then there's a there's a moment where he like it all sort of dawns upon him where he's like, oh, oh. So the thing is, I thought Patrick was just saying like, damn, crazy how they keep having all these breakthrough cases. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it seems to be what, what the, the trajectory is with 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 Omicron. And you were like, but yeah, no. It's because they test every day, man. If they're if they're showing up all these positives, that must mean that like Omicron is like literally everywhere. Yeah, and that's where the coin dropped. Where I was like, "Oh, that's what Patrick meant." <laughs> like this is the like shark attacks thing, right? Where where it's like for every for every shark attack that you hear about, there's there's way more sharks in the ocean, uh, and that's kind of like the, the logic here. The other the two other things that tipped me was um today, like literally this morning. My town reintroduced the mask ordinance um, and my condo board put out a notice that was like, hey, we need to start masking indoors again. Uh, That's both like town ordinance, but also just 
we've all gotten lax about it, but like fucking stop, like start masking up. Um, and then the, the final, the final clincher was like, and I, I don't care about this team, but seeing that just out of blue, the Sacramento Kings were also just like wiped out in the space of an afternoon effectively by, by COVID outages. Uh, like again, full coaching staff, a lot of the team just, just all like now, now they're suspending games. And I was like, I need to get this booster. (laughs) (laughs) And the thing is, I'd almost gotten it earlier, but like the only times that were available at the CVS near me were like, it's a 24 hour CVS and all the good times are taken. So (laughs) it's like 10, 20. (laughs) Oh, dude, I wish. No, like, it's like, do you want to come in at like four 15 in the morning? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And the answer was like, I was like, I'll wait. I'll wait for this uh, booster fad to die down. And I'll just come in after everyone's gotten theirs. I'm, I don't need to be a day one person. It's that things are trending in the other direction where now it's like getting harder to find, to find yeah. the, the appointment. So I'm just frankly like uh, COVID boosters near me. <laughs> and for one day only, the uh, site that I got my original vaccines is open again. It's been closed for months. Um, and like just for today, it was open. And I was like, well, that's a sign. Like this is this is the proverbial, you know, guy waiting for God to save him and the helicopter flies over. And I'm like, yeah, get me on the helicopter. That's that's God flying the helicopter to me. Uh, I'm not waiting on this rooftop no more. Uh, So, yeah, raced out there. uh, Got my got my booster. Who knows what the future holds? Um, Could have a a gnarly day tomorrow. Uh, But in the meantime, definitely. Definitely pumped to not be as at higher risk uh, for Omicron, especially since I'll be honest, it's not just, you know, people get COVID bad. That sounds real bad. But also this long COVID sounds real bad Uh, and sounds really fucking weird. The one that there's a lot of like the long COVID stuff you read about that is like bad and and scary. And the fact that we know so little about it and like is the kind of thing that we're clearly going to spend the next decade like fully untangling. But it was the there was a TikTok where this girl was responding to someone talking about um, uh, how the the food tasted like garbage. Yes. For her. And this girl started sobbing because for most people they you know, where, you know, some people get like no symptoms. Some people get cold symptoms. Some people, you know, lose the the smell and, and taste. And then there are like, you know, different spigots that go out from there. And one of them, one of the rarer ones can be that during that period where you're like going through the symptoms, um, food doesn't just lose taste because so much of it is rooted in actually what you smell as opposed to your tongue. But the food actively flips to tasting what people describe as sewage. Um, uh-huh. But that's supposed to go away. Like that's just a really shitty uh, uh, side effect in that like two week period where you're you're kind of like just grueling through it. And this this poor girl, like this has been going on for months, and uh, like there there is like an understanding that like you know we for how little we don't for how little we know, like there's a chance that like maybe this is just what your life is like now to some, or maybe it'll go away. I mean, and that scared the shit out of me. (laughs) That's the thing where like, um, like my, my partner has, um, like lingering complications from about with swine flu. She got a couple years ago, which, you know, infuriating thing. 
she knows who brought it into the office and it was somebody who has um like a special needs kid and was straight up like dead out of paid time off and so she came in because she needed that fucking paycheck uh to uh you know to, to make ends meet but also she brought swine flu uh into the office with her and a bunch of people <sighs> got it and with this stuff it's always like for most people it's going to be maybe a slightly gnarly flu but like a flu yeah but with this shit like going around there are going to people be people for whom there's like weird lingering uh both both in terms of outcome you're sort of the end of the bell curve but also just you end up in weird places with like knock on side effects uh, and lingering conditions that, that just don't clear up and are not well understood. That's the thing is once you fall into one of these buckets where it's like we're in the realm of like syndromes, there's a bunch of weird stuff that we know that happens with like different patients who experience these symptoms and maybe have this medical history. We don't know why it all happens or what course it follows. We don't we, we don't know a lot, but we do know that like it's real. We just can't explain it. Good luck. Uh, at that point, you're just kind of through the looking glass where it's like, okay, I guess I just have to slowly try to pin down what my own medical condition is with a bunch of doctors who are really uncertain what they're dealing with or what exactly they're supposed to do. Um, and that's the other part of this that like scares the shit out of me is the notion that like you get COVID and maybe it isn't, isn't even that bad, but then like, two, three years later, you're like, oh, I've got a lot of fucked up things happening to my body and nobody can really help me with them. And now I'm just like intermittently partially disabled uh, due to this shit that all stems from, you know, what amounts to a really weird fucking cold. Yep. Um, that that scares the ever living crap out of me. And, and the other thing that like really brought it home is uh, she's having trouble booking the care she needs because now all these specialists who like didn't ne weren't necessarily in the highest demand now they've got a line like down the block with people like with weird post-covid shit similar symptoms being like help i've got all this weird stuff happening to me um that's that's the other part of this that like not only now are we locked into whatever co different covid variants are going to bring but like, man, we do not know what the COVID after effects are going to be like down the road. Uh, I suspect it's going to be more than people suspect in terms of like people dealing with, for better, like to greater or lesser degrees, life altering conditions. Yeah. I mean, like there's enough evidence that it, like it can fuck with the brain. And like once, once you go down that path, uh, <laughs> it gets bad quickly for enough, you know, enough. Well, we what is statistically insignificant is still thousands or millions of people. <laughs> well, yeah. And that, that's the other thing, right? Is like when you're like, well, there's uh, early in this, in this process, uh, one, of, one of my partner's doctors was like, you know, we tend to write off a lot of stuff as like, these are rare conditions. We don't like look for it closely, but like when you're talking about a thing that pops up, like on the order of a 10th of a percent of like patients you see across your lifetime, but then you multiply that across like the population of everybody. That's still a lot of people <laughs> yeah, who are going to end exactly. up with this weird shit. Exactly. So, yeah. So um, anyway, that is why before I left, I just grabbed an armload of boosters and booked <laughs> yeah. it back here. Right. Um, and That's what our, uh, be, <laughs> our oh Friday God. stream went from 
a group of us doing PowerPoint presentations to then uh, Natalie being busy. And it's like, well, we'll just find some game that, you know, Rob, Kato and, and I'll play a game. Then Rob sends the message that he frantically got he got spooked by the sports people getting sick and he got a booster. So now I'm fairly confident that he's going to be laid out. So I think Kato <laughs> and I are going to play NES golf is like what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> See, I got uh, I got my booster yeah. over the weekend, and it just gave me a bad. It's like a tiny person punched my armpit a bunch. Mm-hmm. Is kind of what it felt like. So that maybe didn't that... happen to me at all. I just had a lady inject me. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the 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 weird soreness I got. Uh, but then I didn't. I was pretty okay otherwise. I'm kind of tired the first day, but. I had I had nothing. I was yeah. by by I I got like eight hours into it when I you should start feeling something if it's gonna go south. Like nothing happened. I was like, All right, I'm pouring a glass of scotch because I get a <laughs> I, I get a I get a COVID day off, and you know what I'm doing? T- taking that day off. <laughs> yeah, that's I got I I got mad sick days still. Like it's it's December sixteenth. Like I'm coming in to interview somebody. And then y'all want to play NES golf. I'm just going to be sitting there with. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm hurting. It's like, like ah, oh, this Manhattan just keeps falling into my mouth because I'm so sick. <laughs> you know, I just got to stay hydrated. <laughs> Rob, Rob keeps calling into the stream just to talk with us, but he doesn't actually want to do the stream. <laughs> but also I'm bored and lonely. <laughs> hey, uh, guys, thought I'd just hang out with you while I'm waiting for my drizzly order to show up. Uh just <laughs> Drizzly bring chicken soup because obviously, yeah, uh, I just ordered chicken soup from Drizzly, but I had them toss in some uh, vermouth as well. Uh, yeah, so that's that's the plan uh, from here. Hope everyone's staying safe, staying healthy. But yeah, for real, uh, it feels like we are fully back in early COVID days in terms of like just how much is out there and how rapidly it's spreading. Uh, and that is both a bit demoralizing, but also uh, is at least clarifying the steps I need to be taking, yeah. which is getting that booster. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. So what do we want to get into here, uh, Patrick? You want to talk about like game awards? Alan Wake. Alan Wake. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we never had a, we, we talked almost three hours of Animatrix, uh, so we didn't get around to at least touching on some of the stuff from the largely boring game awards. Like the hot yeah. take was like it was really long and largely really boring i think they have done better versions of the balance between like what the the reality of the game awards is um as a marketing experience with like occasionally like a cool orchestral thing that you watch for five minutes and i thought that balance is really off but uh boy at least they had, they had a couple of things that were specifically targeted at us uh including uh alan wake 2 getting formally announced um for 2023 um and specifically i think it is like really interesting that they like were they said this is going to be um, Remedy's take on survival horror. Um, we obviously don't know what that means, but like that comes with like some fairly specific yeah. connotations of tone, kinds of mechanics you might expect. Um, and I'm surpri- I'm surprised. Like <laughs> you know, we like in a different podcast that you will hear later. We talked about sort of like on a tangent the state of the horror genre and like how these games are developed and why they are developed in certain ways. Um, and I don't know, I guess I didn't expect 
that Remedy would land on. Actually, we're going to make a very expensive, very scary game um, that may downplay combat mechanics. Um, that's not, I guess, that you, when you get Epic to sign a blank check, maybe, you know, you get a little more latitude on what you can accomplish. But right. that's, that's tr- like, tremendously like check so many boxes for me yeah. that i was like you know like oh, the vince mcmahon meme like like yes <laughs> yes and like falling over in my chair so here is the one thing i'll say about that um mm. i think i i love remedy games a lot and mm-hmm. i feel like they do want to explore like broader design spaces but i feel there's a reason that a lot of times they default back to you know though it could be a shooter. It could be, could a, third be a third person, person shooter. shooter. See, I don't think I don't think this stops it, right? Like I, uh, I still think the primary action in, of the character will be a flashlight that you like in shine theory, at things. Most of the Resident Evil games are technically third person shooters, right? Well, right. But I, I think I think this my actual suspicion is we end up with something a lot like Evil Within 2. That mm. is my like if I had to put money down on like what is Alan Wake three like what is alan wake 2 gonna feel like it's gonna feel a lot like evil within 2 that i mean and i have no fucking problem i was, with that. I was gonna yeah, say yeah, like and that's mm, great <laughs> looking for the issue uh, except that i think like evil within 2 like very much was like more psychedelic uh horror like it wasn't really yeah. all that interested in like scaring you and they at least the tone of that trailer and the way the little that remedy has said about their intentions for the project seem like they do intend to scare people as part of uh this um and i don't well think- i mean alan wake himself is scarier they turned him into neil Druckmann. um <laughs> ooh, that was ooh. Ooh. i'm not imagining it though right like he was on the stage no. like just an hour later i was like damn he looks a lot like alan wake looks a lot like neil Druckmann. He like does. i guess he does. being at the bottom of cauldron lake does things to a man <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm super curious because I, I don't think this uh i don't Sorry. think people should in- i think you oh, look like ahead. jake jake gyllenhaal that's all i'm gonna say Mm. Oh yeah, there's a <laughs> Nightcrawler vibe there too. Great movie, great, great movie. movie. Uh, I don't think this stops. Like, I don't think people should imply Troy Baker. Or- Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> there was another person that I couldn't come up with. That I was like, that one voice actor is what who this person is. It's like they I smashed together Jake Gyllenhaal and Troy Baker's faces. Sorry. As long as they just yeah. don't recast him. I hope they I have don't not. Think, I don't They've think said so. specifically that th- yeah. it's the same actor. Um, okay, because if if back. they if they killed off Casper Darling, uh, uh, so that he could reprise Alan Wake without it being weird. Uh, no, I think I think I think I I'm pretty sure I saw them out here saying no 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 like we're oh, it's right. the same 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 person. Um, but I don't think <laughs> I, 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 what I was getting to. Borkata's multiple. Sorry. As his, bra- as his brain synapses fired off the things he was trying to remember. Uh, I don't think it's like, like stops like a control two or anything like that happening. I think those things are happening in, yeah, in, in parallel from, right. from what I understand about what the, the future, like the future of remedy is bright, full of way more money than they've ever had before. Sick. And the ability Left to for control, off. control two. <laughs> oh, right. Cause they did evil then bright falls. They did say they were going to do that that multiplayer control thing, right? Um, yeah. 
Uh, Are you excited, Patrick? It'll be another co-op shooter that I'm bothering us all to play like week after week. Like, you know what we could stream (laughs) is this game that I would like to play on my own time, but I have no (laughs) friends to play it with. But I can now turn that into content and force you all to play it with me. That's true. We're so close to the end of Back for Blood. I liked that one, though. But I, yeah, there's like there's a moment in the past, like a couple of weeks, like, well, we could just play Aliens. I was like, no, we can't actually. Yes, we like, could. <laughs> you and Kato could find someone else to play Aliens with we you. We just need a third. Kato, who's our third? I don't know. Well, no, we, it's four, isn't it? No, Aliens is no, three. three. Alien, this is why three. Aliens is Oh, my weird. God, my brain. Yeah, yeah you right. think that well, would solve the problem. Well, the third is a, <laughs> is a fucking, yeah, it's a working Joe. Because we, um, <laughs> the AI we started, it's true. <laughs> we started playing that when, uh, when it was just the three, the three of us before Natalie had, had yeah. come on board in the in the great in between. Um, so yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm excited for that game. I don't know what it is. 2023 is a long way off, so maybe it's a 2024 game. But uh, it's so I'm excited that we th- there is a different reality where like Remedy is goes out of business or is bought in a way that makes us all kind of bummed out. Um, and I'm excited that like the future of Remedy is like a bunch of companies competing for them. To, to do stuff also that, please, please just release that fucking uh weird squad shooter so i can stop seeing trailers for it and i can see what act like what remedy has done with that i feel like i've seen four different trail crossfire x or whatever it was there was another trailer remedy? for it oh yeah, yeah. yeah it, it is and it isn't like I f- <laughs> right <laughs> the demo i played was very much like well the check cleared i guess right right <laughs> well but that's what i mean like they they were in a period like that game crosses over with control being in, you know, protracted development where things could have gone different ways uh, for 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 that studio. And I think we're getting like the, one of the best possible ways. Uh, let's if see. I don't know. Is wanna, there anything else? That's, well, hmm? if we want to you, you described the um, uh, Vince McMahon me- McMahon yes. meme. Uh, mm-hmm. Do we want to mm-hmm. s- go to the one where it was Vince McMahon meme until the very last one, and then the last one you're angry at oh. it? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. An all-time great <gasps> Star Wars trailer um, uh, that was then revealed at the end to be the like previously reported uh, Star Wars Eclipse in development at Quantic Dream. For folks who are unaware, because all this happened a little bit ago, you know the company was. Uh, pretty credibly accused by two different French publications because Quantic Dream is a is a French studio. Uh, of uh, I mean, like like a really toxic work atmosphere. Of like, I forget some of the specific. A lot of anti Arab racism was like that jumped off the page. Yeah. Um, um, and and there was like these two big reports and and two uh, major French publications. Uh, Quantic Dream countersued um and one to some degree i forget exactly how the legal stuff but the way they won did not necessarily declare them the winner as in like they were wrong about what they reported right it was more that like the legal system um, punished the reporters yes it was it was to punish like people looking into what was what was going on and um that leads us to Disney partnering with <laughs> Quantic Dream for God. Star Wars Eclipse, a game we don't know very much about. Um, the one can certainly make some informed speculation on uh, how it might play. I believe there was a Kotaku report from earlier this year that like one of the development uh, struggles they were having with the game was how much action, how many, like how to make a Quantic Dream Star Wars game, you know, like a mm. game in which people expect to do 
Star Warsy things, you know, like wield a lightsaber and you know some action stuff. So well, you still can, but now it's just Simon Says. <laughs> exactly. Um, or you do the other but, Star Warsy things, like you know, push things through the Senate. <laughs> well, if they go, yeah, if they go the political route, then you know, I'm not gonna say they're fine, but at least you can you can imagine how they're they not would. fine. The game might um, be. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a, you know, yeah. It's a very well. So cool the trailer, trailer, like the trailer's full of like pretty Star Wars shit. Yeah, like, it is. Locales looking cool. Uh, great like CG animation. Uh, really like hell yeah. I could go for. Well, it reminds me of like the like the like the the trailers they would make for Bioware's like the Old Republic uh, yeah. MMO, where it's like when you'd see the game, be like, oh, okay, or like the that. prologue of Fallen Order, right? Which is the most Star Wars sequence in that game, maybe. <laughs> sure, uh, but. Yeah, the the other part of it was where where it started to slip a little bit off the rails before I even knew who it was going to be. Is there's also like um like a Vol- Voldemort looking motherfucker uh like <laughs> beating on uh, a big gong. Yeah, and there's something like both. Yeah, dude could be an alien, but also there's something alien another in the way that we mean it as well. Uh, just in the way it's portrayed. And then the revelation that, yep, uh, in fact, it is an an alien, and it implies like this is some sort of new alien menace rising as like a fucking goop monster uh, rises from their goop pit uh, that they've been summoning. And then we get the, the you like eclipse. your goop pit in Dune though, huh? Is that a thing against <laughs> goop pits, Rob? Uh, yeah. I mean, so the did you read the reports out of I mean, who is the actor who plays that character in? In Dune, uh, wasn't that st- oh. st- st- oh. Stellan? <laughs> Stellan Skarsgård? Yeah, Skarsgård. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was like a report that, he, that was basically like he loved the goop. He wanted more of the goop on him. He wanted to spend more time in the goop. Yeah. And like, I already yeah. like that guy because he's a good actor, and he's as we pointed out in a different podcast. At which point, at this point, I don't know which one, but like, he had like the most. Interesting things to say about the state of cinema and the answer to the what's up with the rise of Marvel movies uh, question. Um, but then also reading that, like, he fucking loved being in the goop. Just like, <laughs> just rolling like rolling a pig shit in, in that goop. Well, and also, I just couldn't help but think, uh, I think there's there's an element of, so Dune is... I think it's less, like, Islamophobic than it is, like, Orientalist. And both those things are bad and mm-hmm. problematic but like one is worse right one is just like naked bigotry and the other is a weird kind of fascination that does like tend to lead uh white creators into weird fucked up territory but often tries to come from this place of like respect and curiosity and then just goes horribly wrong and turns into appropriation and also like really thoughtless repurposing um i feel like quantic dream have the appropriation issues, but like the dumbest possible versions of them. Well, just look at the last game they made. Yeah. Like, like, exactly. like, no, you know what? The struggle of black people is just like the struggle of AI to like be recognized as like full people, full individual. I mean, like the, the shit that happens in that game, um, both in how it actually deploys his black characters and uses that th- those real world events and like politics and like it's it it, it 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 you know uh even if you are 
like reaching a bit with the, the trailer because of your feelings of Quantic Dream. In in essence, you're not because of like the evidence of their previous projects that would suggest the project, the, like the game itself would then would then do that even if it's not fully present in the trailer. Yeah. Well, and also we end up hitting this ground all the time over on a more civilized age where like also Star Wars by default loves to play in the space too, right? Where right, like right, right. space like like space is full of ethnic stereotypes. Um and the argument that like the, the 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 way Star Wars often gets there is it's like, well, we're taking some of the broad caricatures that existed in old uh, like 1930s, 1940s serial films, and we are bringing that flavor, that vibe into the Clone Wars or into Star Wars. But ultimately, what that often means is like, OK, so we brought uh, a space Jewish stereotype, space Shylock uh, <laughs> into the story. And here you go, huh? Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty usurist, huh? We hate him. Boo, Space Shylock. <laughs> and so, like, I think you combine the fact that Star Wars often just sort of trips into this territory. They they trip into their own goo pit. And then you got Quantic Dream, who narratively, they love the goo pit. They just root around in it um, and befoul the goo pit. And I think those two things together worries me. Or it doesn't worry me. I am pretty confident, actually, in how this ends up playing out. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, worried implies like, oh, I, gee, I hope the intrinsic goodness of this project doesn't go wrong. And instead, I'm like, well, you know, sometimes a Hail Mary connects. <laughs> uh, I mean, at least, the, the, I mean, um, in the past, because of the way Disney or Lucasfilm or however that license is doled out, you know, it'd be like, oh, well. You're only getting one of these for the next four years. Um, whereas, like, it seems like over the next 10 years, like, as Lucasfilm has no idea what to do, what, like, what is a Star Wars movie? I don't it's, know. We'll just announce them and cancel them. The What's happening is just like, well, the TV stuff is like on its own track and doing, you know, reasonably well creatively and critically. And then games, you can just like, every developer, every publisher is going to line up to say, yes, we would like to make a Star Wars game. And it now seems like Disney's uh, a takeaway from the EA relationship was, why don't we just let a bunch of these other companies bear a bunch of the cost and responsibility of making these things and we'll just cash the, you know, cash the check that goes along with the license and do some of the marketing efforts. And so I just expect there's going to be like one to two Star Wars games every year going forward. Oh, maybe it goes full games workshop. You know, right, like right. Star Wars, Total War. Right. I mean, mm. okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Rob, Rob, Rob's there's not enough, there's not enough, there's not enough factions in there. But like, look, I have thoughts. I have thoughts. I. But isn't, I, that, isn't that why you take, like, like one thing we'll note about, you know, uh, uh, Eclipse is that it's not set in any of the eras that have been traditionally depicted in like Star Wars films and TV. It's set in this new High Republic era, which is what? Uh, nine hundred or no? An even longer years? time ago. It's not old Republic, but it's before the the original films. Like Yoda is, st- so they can still have Yoda. Yoda's around. He's only three hundred years old or something like that. Um, because Yoda was definitely in that trailer. Uh, <laughs> um, well, now that we know, there's more than one Yoda, though. That's true. That's you know, probably a that's baby probably Yoda, Yoda implies more Yodas. Uh, and we, of course, there's Yaddle. Who forgets Yaddle? But every, I think they've already everyone, said everyone forgets Yaddle. <laughs> Uh, I believe I believe they've already specifically like 
the Yoda has been Yoda. like has been part of the big push of like the High Republic stuff in the comics and and book tie-in space. So um, it's probably it's probably it's probably your boy. But maybe mm. you know maybe it could be Clash of Civilizations. We must win. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't know, Rob, hey. anything else to add to you? Wait, go ahead, Kato. Well, I was just going to say, if we want to switch, switch gears, another thing that uh-huh. was interesting was seeing Telltale mentioned twice. And <laughs> it's like, yeah. what is... What's oh, Telltale, Telltale now? You what mean is that company it? that uh, like laid off all their employees unceremoniously and gave them like no health insurance or like uh, severance? So like that, that Telltale? So that group of people is what Dramatic Labs is now, right? I don't know, dude. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Dramatic um, Labs is making a Star Trek game, which is I the ex-Telltale people. But then there is a Telltale. There is, and then there's a Telltale that is making an Expanse uh, game, which... And and a Wolf of, uh, The Wolf Among Us Season 2. Um, that was the first thing they announced when... Trying to win, like, trying to get that goodwill back. Yeah, I like that first season. I That's was, why they're doing it. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. It was effective. It was effective. I'm not, <laughs> do you, do it you hate? Do you hate fake Telltale now that there's another wolf among us? Well, I mean, I think I would. You wouldn't punch for, the punch the wolf, would you? Does does, does a severance check pop out? <laughs> oh, um, but no, that, that is I my guess, thought. I, guess like, maybe I just don't know a, what a union Telltale card means. needs to pop out, not a severance check. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know. Like I also don't care about the expanse. I don't have like strong Ooh. I tried uh, d- uh. <laughs> I uh I had a moment where I I I have almost assuredly have told this on the podcast probably years ago. But I a couple seasons into that show, people were like if you love Battlestar or like stuff like that, like this is the show to get into. Uh it has kind of a rough start for seasons a little touch and go, but like once once you're in it, you know, you're season two on, you're good to go. Uh, and my wife, you know, uh, more like I, I like kind of when we watch things, I like present to her a platter. It's like, all right, like I know your taste. I know mine. Here's like three to five things we could go down. I'm fine with any of them. And like one day she picked, oh, let's let's try the first episode of The Expanse. And it like, could not have gone more poorly. She's like, this is the most boring <laughs> shit I have ever seen wow. in my life. And I remember like a, a couple nights later, I'm like, you want to try that second episode? Maybe it picks up. She's like, no, I think that's your show now. And I was like, oh, Aww. all right. And then I never, <laughs> I never picked it up. I, there. so yeah, I'm strongly pro Expanse. Uh, I'm yeah. sure it's good. And it's, I'm not anti Expanse. I am just, I need to find the time to watch it on, on my own. And, Expanse curious. Yeah, <laughs> I, am. I, I am. I always. I should, that say, I should say I, I was spoiled on what. Like I was listening to a podcast where someone was trying to convince people who were Expanse curious, but like really couldn't get through like the first couple episodes of the first season, and they spoiled a a thing that happens at the end, and that spoiler really got me curious. I was like, ah. <laughs> oh. That's good. Like, I would like to watch that show. But then I thought about the detective hat from the the, the pilot. And I was like, I don't remember. You know that, what's real though. fucked up is you'll kind of you will come to yeah, love the detective you'll come hat. To love the hat. <laughs> you'll like, you'll be like for the hat at a certain point. It's, it's what everyone says. But like, it's so bad. Like the first episode is just such a slog. It's so weird. It's so the other thing is 
you know that's I just want my kids back guy from Arrested Development, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, oh my god! But I didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's Thomas Jane. Oh, that did not make but, that connection. <sighs> so, so the thing the thing about it is, um, yeah, like I think the first season of The Expanse, the thing I sympathize with is. That is not so much a first season as it is laying out an entire setting. Like, they're doing so much fucking world building and laying out the state of play that the actual conflict, the actual conflict that that entire series is about does not really begin until the end of that first season. Right. And in retrospect, that makes me like the season more because it's like, wow, look at all the, uh, like, stage setting they do. Right. But, man, at the time, week to week, I was like... I am just watching this because I am one. I'm just thrilled that sci-fi is doing real shows again. Mm-hmm. And two, um, I am so desperate for anything to fill the Battlestar uh, like shaped hole in my heart <laughs> that I just kept grimly watching it. And they did give me a little little bite of that with um, I think the fourth episode uh, CQB close quarters battle. That was like, okay, this is some good space. Like, Spaceships go boom. Yeah, it was some good shit. (laughs) Anyway, Patrick, you gotta you gotta get back on board so you can be ready. Well, then you then you'll understand why people were hyped about this trailer. I was hyped. I was like, yes, that's drummer. Drummer, fuck yeah, I want to play as drummer. Drummer fucking kicks ass. (laughs) And then I saw it was Telltale, and I was like, who? Who? Oh. So yeah, and they announced two games, right? It was uh Well that Telltale then... announced that and then the X Telltale, which also said Telltale within the trailer, I think. But it's right. like, announced the Star Trek Resurgence. Oh, the Star Trek Resurgence, which eh. I mean, I'm oh, not a Star Trek person, so neither am I. One of them I want to go back to real quick. Uh sure, one yeah. we're Keely gave a really stilted and oh, yeah. like half-assed statement at the start of it. We and we talked about that a lot on a pod recorded yesterday. Okay. So if you're like, are you going to address oh. the way <laughs> right. Keely and the Game Awards did not address? You'll hear it in uh, two weeks. The, yeah, <laughs> that's one. But the other thing I want to call out is, yeah, I actually like the. I've always enjoyed how musical the Game Awards are. Like legit, mm-hmm. I always have, uh, including the fact that like. What was it? Like the year Weezer uh, was there and like Jack Black was uh, like ascending upstage. Even that I enjoyed. I had no idea what to make of the dark intro song to Arcane that was a collaboration between (laughs) Supergiant and Imagine Dragons, which was actually kind of dope. And that intro song is like. Better Wait. than you think. And Kato and I have both privately conceded to yeah, ourselves that sometimes we watch the intro because it was a little bit better than we uh, want to talk about. It it's We're talking about the Sting song. No. No, we are not. What I know the Sting about? song. Oh, yeah. the Sting song is not the intro to Arcane. Uh right. that, that is, is a, a song separate from song Arcane. from Arcane. Yeah. Right. But the 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 a uh, one word uh, Darren uh what's Corp. his last name? Corp. Yeah, the you know the composer does all the all the, the great music for all the super giant stuff was on stage with Imagine Dragons uh, 
they were they were singing. No, that was cool. That was a sweet yeah. moment. Dig it. Uh, you know, the sting thing was weird. <laughs> the, and but as an opener, as yes, an opener, yeah. where it was like, I swear to God, it was like Sting had somewhere else light. to be that night. He was like, "Put me on <laughs> first, and then I'm out of here." <laughs> I think his performance. I think his performance was fine. The song's just a fucking bummer. Yeah, it was like, let's all go into the like black walled basement, turn on the black light. And like, <laughs> I don't know, like cry or something. It was <laughs> it, the vibes were terrible. And I was like, this is how we're opening an award show is well, like also, a song also, of like bitterness and anger. Right. Because Kato, correct me if I'm wrong. That song doesn't play until like the very end of the series. Yeah. And things are going really poorly for a lot of yeah. like beloved characters. Like <laughs> it's not it's not a song of hope and like optimism. It's like a bunch of people you've come to care about over the course of this season and you're like things suck shit for all of them (laughs) Uh, it's like it was like the game awards opened by just like putting a cup of hemlock on the table between you and just like watching your reaction like that's how i was like that's fucking weird that is a weird what he should have done was come out and be like i know everyone's here to listen to this track from arcane but I just got to get these Tarzan songs out of my system. <laughs> and um, Wait. here we go. No, he should have been like. He did an entire. I swear of- we've even had this bit on the show. I what? swear yeah, to God we've been- had this bit on the what? show. Dude, like the, the, like the 90s uh, animated Tarzan from Disney is just full of, frankly, sting bangers. No, like, that's they're, not they're, sting. That's Phil Collins. That's oh, Phil is. Collins from Genesis. <laughs> right. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. Their heads and hairlines can be very similar. You're right. No, you're right. I feel you're like wrong. this is a fair mistake to make. <laughs> yeah. Uh so <laughs> so now that would have made it even better if Sting came out and said, I've been listening gonna, to these songs. I love tracks. my buddy Phil Collins. With their friends probably, right? <laughs> See, I think he should have just he should have just audibled at the line. He's like Oh. You want me to open an award show this way? No, no, no. We need to do some crowd work. And he just opens with Roxanne. <laughs> and then I think we're good. Like, yeah. you know, he could have just he could have just punted and done Sweet Caroline. But I think, you know, for it being Sting, probably more appropriate to make it Roxanne. <laughs> oh, God. That's good. Uh, let's see. What else? Um uh, Oh my god! Yeah, this is. What do you think that Witch Queen trailer? Hmm. Hmm. This is unrelated to anything that we're talking about right now. But I just saw it. It's fine. I'm scrolling through an IGN article, so you're every (laughs) everything that Square Enix has on uh, Steam is now on sale, which is a very funny, uh, not probably not a coincidence, but like concurrent uh, event with them shutting down. (laughs) Uh, all sales of Final oh, Fantasy four, uh, yes. fourteen, which is like go 14, play yeah. any of our other games. So is, and everything but FF fourteen. Yeah, mm. yeah, because you can't. Yeah, you cannot buy that game right now because there wow. are too many people trying to log into that game right now. Wow, just slipping they, the gamers like yeah. a Final Fantasy just and go you fuck off. Anything else? Anything else? <laughs> it's extremely funny. Oh. Um, I, I was uh, not particularly. I really love the uh, Rocksteady Batman games, um, other than the third one. But even mm-hmm. then, I had still there was enough there for me to sl- like slog through it and find stuff that I liked. Uh, 
I'm still not sold on the Suicide Squad game like, at all. Like the the gameplay they showed, that's a lot of guns. You know, I like shooting guns in games, but that's not. Um, I don't know. Like, I I I, I guess I have to wait to see a little bit more of like how like actual like moment to moment gameplay. But uh, I, I, it worried me that like, is this a four player co op game that then becomes like a kind of boring single player game? Uh, if you don't have like four people like running around right. as like King Shark, Quinn, and was it Boomerang and Deadshot? Um, I don't know. I guess, I guess it's been so long since another one of those Batman games that I'm at the point where I'm like, it'd be cool if like Rocksteady made another Batman game. <laughs> like, um, like it's been like a rumor there's going to be a remaster of the original, which is like it's long enough that I would love to have a reason to play that game again. But uh, I don't also know. That doesn't really need a remaster, unfortunately. And it doesn't. It doesn't. It does. Well, they'll add ray tracing and call it a day. Um, but. Uh, I don't know. Like I've been looking for it as like right, Rocksteady. It's been a long time since they've put out a game. Uh, right, we're approaching like six years. It's like all right. Like what is the studio Rocksteady? What have they been doing for half a decade? And I don't know. Like n- nothing about that trailer. I just I felt found. nothing. Yeah. I felt nothing. And also like, so trying for the same like we're just here for the hijinks. Like. Having the Guardians of the Galaxy comparison like active in the space now where it's like, mm-hmm. okay, you want to see a mismatched group of like here like heroes and heroes bantering their way through an adventure? Okay, well, we just made a game about that. And here's this trailer. And it, I, like it, that is a is that is an unfair bar to hold it up against, but like there was nothing. Like there was just nothing I could latch onto that made me interested what? narratively or Shooting and that, and that movie just came out, which I generally like James Gunn stuff, and like that movie did absolutely nothing for me. Um, and so I don't know. I feel like there's a little bit of like residual effect there. It's like, well, like a movie that I didn't particularly care for, and now there's a video game with the exact same like tone. I could this this very much feels like that. I mean, which I mean, the Suicide Squad is has that sort of like dynamic inherently, but I don't know. Uh, I haven't written it off, but I, I need to see more. Like I'm, I'm pretty disappointed by. I'm like I'm like yeah. more interested in my theoretical Wonder Woman monolith game than I am in like the actual game that will be available. You know, in six to nine months from from Rocksteady. Um. Also, so the 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 Dying Light trailer we saw, I was just reminded of like uh, they're trying to get they're they're trying to go back to that Dead Island vibe a little bit, where it's like, <laughs> look at all the sad shit happening in Zombie World. Oh man. Bet you feel pretty differently now that you know that, that man who killed those two uh, two gay kids uh, has a sick Christ. child at home. And Let's I'm just look like, speed run, bury, bury your gaze. Like <laughs> I know. I'm just. I was can just. It be like, a, can it be a trope if if it's over in uh, ninety seconds? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, so that didn't Christ. that didn't really land for me. But you know what did land literally. Hmm. Captain Titus of the Ultramarines. Oh, my God. Look, (laughs) I don't think there's many of us out there who are like, Space Marine fucking ruled. (laughs) But for those of us who are, Space Marine did fucking rule. And they're making Space Marine, too. Now, crucially, I don't know if any, like, I feel like Space Marine was licensed so that somebody can make something called Space Marine, too. I have no idea if there's any, like, continuity with any of that like relic team that made space marine uh but and also tim like Will- tim willits is over there now right like the ex id software guy he was on stage for that wasn't he 
feel like that he was on uh, the stage. I can't remember. Um, yeah, the bald guy from, uh, yeah, he's the chief uh, creative officer of Saber Interactive. Um, he was at id for, um, oh, he became the director of 3D Realms with uh, Saber's acquisition. Weird, weird, weird. Um, anyway. What is but, Space Marine? So Space Marine was uh, a third-person shooter uh, about Space Marines doing badass shit. And right. it, so they made a horrible mistake, which was <laughs> they were like, their selling point was that there was no cover system. They were yeah. like, Space Marines are such badasses, they, they wear their cover. Right. And their cover is their body armor and their faith in the Emperor. <laughs> so there's no cover system. Uh, and that's why this is cooler than, than Gears of War. Uh-huh. And that turned out to not be the most effective sales pitch. <laughs> and also, like, I, I do feel like it was it was a cool game, but it was also a like it's a shooter being made by a studio that didn't make shooters that doesn't make shooters. Uh, and it had some of that that coarseness. But what offset that a little bit is that they had Mark Strong playing Captain Titus. Uh, who's leading this band of space Marines through this like hive world. And it turned into just a good Warhammer 40 K story that paid off on a lot of like things it sets up. And at the end, uh, crucially captain Titus has been so fucking badass and has stared chaos in the, in the face uh, that uh, naturally say, the Imperial. Yeah. What? Sorry. You said hive world. I'm like, so one of the bug ones, but no, then I realized, no, 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 no. <laughs> More like Necromunda, right? Where it's like uh, Imperial Hive Worlds, like Forge Worlds. Like they're um, within the Imper- the Imperium? Yeah. Okay. They're like entire planets that are like turned into factories. Um, and people Great. live in like hive complexes. Um, it's it's super good. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, the Empire sucks. It's yeah, a yeah, place yes, to live. yes. This and, is and, the, that, yeah. and that hits home at the end where like at the end of it, having like save this planet and like save the Imperial guard troopers who are fighting there. The inquisition shows up and is like, well, you've all been exposed to chaos. So we have to kill everybody here. <laughs> and he's like, well, if you try to do that, well, like, I guess, you know, I've never, <laughs> the space, the, the ultramarines have never killed a bunch of inquisitors before, but there's a first time for everything, I guess. <laughs> uh, and they cut a deal like the inquisition sort of abducts him so that his space marine buddies and his Imperial guard besties uh, are allowed to live. And so, yeah, who knows what's he been up to for 10 years? Are they going to pick that thread up? Is this like, I got a little bit weird vibes, no longer Mark strong. Is that the only thing I'm getting that feels a little bit off about captain Titus or like, is maybe this not the guy we remember? Could be, huh? Oh my god, it's a lot of conversation about Captain Titus. <laughs> you know what else has changed since the last time we saw Captain Titus is the Primarch of the Ultramarines has uh, returned, which we thought all the Primarchs were lost, but uh, <laughs> some of them are back now. Just earth-shattering information. So this is what it sounds it like when I talk about Destiny. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> we ask you what's going on in the Destiny lore. We I hit mute on my headphones. I yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I saw. Like, if Patrick had glasses, I'm pretty sure I could be like reading his emails right now, or like 
<laughs> see, <laughs> like, see his bank account as he's just paying some bills. Do, 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 do. Uh, oh, the timer oh, just went off. Got to unsubscribe to that service. I don't know what my next one is. I probably have one coming up. I had to, I had to check my, uh, like Disney Plus when they did like their stupid Disney Plus day. I was like, do I that? I have to get like, what do I got to do with that? Um, and then I remembered I'd paid for three years in advance because it was cheaper to do it that way. What you could pay for Disney Plus for three years right before they launched. Um, Fuck. you could pay if you paid for three years in advance, it came out to like two bucks a month or like like a chump change. It was like, I'm my kids are gonna, I was right. like, I would have paid for 10 years <laughs> if like if they let if they literally let me pay a thousand dollars for 10 years at two dollars a month or whatever, like I, y- yep, take just. Just take the money, like, I, <laughs> like it's the one, it's the service we use every single, single day, and it's not even the kind of thing where like, oh, the money would work out if I just bought those individual things. It's just like the carousel. Spin. Yeah, I need to, I need to rationalize my subscriptions. This is on my to do list. Is like I gotta purge uh-huh. it down so that it like I'm paying for stuff I'm not even using. I ah. have paid for like two years of Verve just so I can watch Polar Bear Cafe, and I haven't finished Polar Bear Cafe. That's fucked up. Yeah, finish. But don't worry. Uh, t- on, on my reminders app, it, uh, uh, check Disney Plus sub eight twenty seven twenty two. So I mean that's you know coming up next August. Yeah, I'll, perfect. You know, Got to get ready. Take though. a look at that. My next one is cancel the Washington Post, which is not actually cancel the Washington Post. I should write threaten to cancel the Washington Post so that I can get the deal that I already have, which <laughs> is like where I pay like oh I two bucks, yeah see two I bucks I, a month. I legitimately cancel it. I was <laughs> I, I I was like you know what. I am not giving a goddamn tenth of a penny to Glenn Kessler. Like, I will be goddamned. <laughs> Mr. Pinocchio has gone too far this time for Rob. It's Glenn Kessler and Megan McCardle. I'm not paying for that shit. Fuck off. It's also what I've discovered uh, in the year. Like, I was paying for, like, my, like, regional paper, the Daily Herald, and then, which I still pay for. And I was paying for, like, the New York Times, the Washington Post. And then at a certain point, I was like, this is absurd. I don't need the New York Times and the Washington Post. So I canceled the New York Times uh, like over like during one of those days where everyone was upset. And I was like, all right, this is a good time to just get off the get off the train. Uh, Negotiated my way through customer service on on the Washington Post. Uh, And then uh, what I've learned over the past like year is that I click on way more New York Times links than I do Washington Post links. And so I so what I'm going to end up doing is canceling the Washington Post. And then asking for a cheaper sub rate for the New York Times because I'm so tired of using like a Chrome extension that lets me get through the paywall. Like I'm, I'm like even though I can do everything for free, the internet will let me do that. I'm tired of doing that or getting the getting the pop up on my phone. It's like it turns out what I actually do read is the New York Times and not the Washington Post. Yeah. See, I just need a signed <laughs> promise from whatever little Salzburger is running that place right now, or uh, one of the other family members. Mm-hmm. Um, that none of that wire cutter or NYT cooking money is going to get to the opinion columnists. Like, <laughs> soon as you promise me that, like, sorry, some of the editorial guys, like, you know, uh, Benjamin Applebaum, I'll pay for that guy. Sure. But like, I just Did don't <laughs> pick with a drop down menu. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, seriously, you know what? Just continue. If you're going to get hate clicks, fine. But, like, let them be, I guess they, no, that's actually a perverse incentive. See, turns out I thought <laughs> I was going to fix media here, like, live on live on the air. I ain't. 
I ain't. Uh, we should take a quick break, though, uh, so yep. we can pay some of our own bills. Uh, so we'll be right back. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. All right, so it's time to move on from the Game Awards, except that Homeworld 3 had a trailer, uh, and that was cool, and I think it was really topical, because, like, y'all were asking, what's Homeworld? Homeworld, mm-hmm. Deserts of Croc, that sounds like some bullshit, and it's really good, and I think we should be excited about Homeworld, and then, crucially for us, because we're all about that co-op shooter life and, like, strengthening our bonds as friends and fire team members, uh, GTFO... The breakout star of the anniversary eight hour uh, left early access live during the game awards. I haven't played it because I mean, good, good for you, Rob. They added AI partners, so you don't need me or Emmanuel. Maybe no, you but we got to do that live pu- puzzle solving. We got to be sitting there being like, OK, where like which like blast doors that's telling us to open? Where's the code? That's what we need. GTFO is is like an an exaggerated like when we play play uh, Back for Blood. It's like, well, who set off the crows? And there's like one component of the game. GTFO is like, what if that was the entire game? Like, I'm gonna it's sneak up on this guy. Up, oh, up! Well, I uh, I appear to have alerted uh, all of the enemies. Okada was typing. And Hello. We just straight up. Hi. Yo. Hey, Kato. Hi. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know what the fuck that was. You were like, Kato's typing, and I was like, we're not waiting for Kato to type. We, I've seen Kato type. Kato's the slowest typist on Waypoint. Like, <laughs> what? No, it's it's true, Kato. Like, Kato <laughs> is typing the, the, yes, the delta between the Kato's typing <laughs> notification and a message appearing is noticeably longer. Uh, oh, I wouldn't say it's by an order of... I finished writing hmm? a thing. Rethink the phrasing. Realize there's a spelling mistake. Go back, change it, change the phrase altogether, erase the sentence, start anew, and then you're say not, it. it's You're not dispelling Rob's <laughs> Look, statement. I mean, I, I'm just saying, like, if I just, like, write straight and, like, I can I can, I can, can type, like, a normal speed, it's uh, me second-guessing things is the thing that is happening back there. <laughs> okay, gotcha. You know, there's um, a second guess. I figured you were just hunting and pecking. No. Where I was like, you oh, know, for God. such a for such a text heavy guy, like I don't know why Kyle can't fucking type. Uh, very funny. Uh, well, they should second guess is this Halo TV series. What are they doing? It looks real bad. Also, it feels like they they're trying to make the whole like Master Chief as inspiring hero thing. They keep no. trying to sell that in the marketing. Yeah, and it's like that. He's, isn't he's what's a man in a mask. Yes, no, like. The Mandalorian, like, like, you know, is I guess is the if you want to make the argument, like, there's a way to do it. I guess the Mandalorian, like, ma- like manages to make a character out of a person who never takes off a mask. But I just, 
I just don't, I just, that's a hard thing to do. I don't see them doing it. And I also just do not give a shit about seeing, see, like, they've shown, like, no covenant, like, none of the, like, the wild alien species that, like, need to be shown off. And I'm like, that's all going to look, you really want to look at an elite or a grunt in live action? Not really. I don't. It's like, what if Farscape took itself so fucking seriously? <laughs> yes. Like, what if it's, like, the production design of Farscape? But the vibe is saving Private Ryan. Oh, <laughs> it's like, God damn it. Fucking Jim Henson Creature Workshop character is working the machine guns, killing the guys, getting off the boats in Omaha. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Then we got him. Right. Like, are they going to have like the funny grunt dialogue like uh, in, throughout this series? Like, uh-huh. and so this is why, like, this is why I always come back to. I think if you're gonna ma- if you're gonna do a TV series or like try to get a vibe for the Halo universe, I feel like that Forward Unto Dawn series did a really good job. It was set in the military academy, and it was all just leaning into the fact that like UNSC fucking sucks. It was like a little fascist military academy, uh, getting completely obliterated by the first wave of Covenant at the start of that war, and it's all like well, you can't you it's can't a make it about Ma- you can't make it about Master Chief, and like where Master Chief is like he shows up, he, yes, he, yes, he is a central character. It, the show does not exist without his presence, but he looms yes. as opposed and is a special guest yes. star as opposed to w- the, the we are going to see this world through the eyes of a character whose best known trait is that he. he <laughs> He like is, speaks in a monotone voice and has had the humanity sucked out of him by a scientist who has been kidnapping and killing children in order to save the human race. Uh, that reminds me, worst decision I made this year. It's it's a it's a close contest, but the worst okay. decision I made was uh, Waze was like, hey do you want to replace the Waze voice with Master Chief? And I was like, fuck it. Yeah, I do want to place, replace the Waze voice with Master Chief. Sure. Also, uh, yeah, make me a little, one of the little hover bike things uh, on the map. That's cool. So yeah, let it let it rip, uh, Waze. So the, the Master Chief speech pack for Waze. Master Chief, they didn't record enough to actually have him tell you your route. So all that Master Chief is saying is like, in 200 yards, right, <laughs> fall in. But it's in none of qu- the streets. No, no, no streets. No, just in a quarter mile, in a quarter mile, exit left. Eyes up. <laughs> Soldier. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay, uh, I guess I guess that's it. But now I'm stuck on this car ride. I mean, I'm in, I'm on the highway. And Master Chief is being like. Fall in, fall in, two hundred yards. Merge left. Eyes Put on up. your turn signal. <laughs> yeah, and so like I'm sitting there, I'm like, I desperately now want Master Chief to stop talking, and like I get in a place where like, okay, traffic is light now. I'm kind of driving alone, and I'm like, surely I can figure out. I'll just reach over there and like try to get Master mm-hmm. Chief to, to shut up, and I'm like. You know, I've never been in these menus to change who's talking. Like Waze was just like, "Do you want do you want Waze to talk like Master Chief?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah, hit the yes button on that question." But then I'm sitting there and like, you know, look, like keep an eye on traffic, and I'm like, "Wait, where's the button to make it go back to normal?" And once I realized I had no idea where that button was, I was like, "Well, I guess Master Chief is getting me home." 
uh, <laughs> just put the phone back down and uh, just keep an eye on the map because what, yeah, he, what does he say when you arrive at your destination? You've arrived at your destination. Oh, okay. And then I think he does say something special though, where it's like, it's like mission complete or something. I think yeah. there was like a bit <laughs> yeah, that's of what a, I, want. I wanted my mission, mission accomplished. Yeah. And <laughs> then I was like, I never need to hear this again. This was the worst. This was a terrible decision. And this also like, it also answers all my other questions about like the other novelty speech packs they have. Don't do it. Do not do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah. That seems, that seems like a reasonable, uh, place to, to end up at yeah so in our last uh, 20 minutes patrick before we have yeah. this big important motherboard meeting uh video we games do. huh uh, yeah uh one of the one i would like to shout out quickly uh when i was like you know kind of going through uh, games i wanted to play before the end of the year see if anything kind of snuck on um uh mon cage uh which is a puzzle game i'd seen uh various folks going on about on on twitter uh and so i put two or three hours in into that it's awesome uh mon cage is a Puzzle game in which you are looking at a cube. There are different scenes in that cube, and you are rotating the cube in order to. Most of the game is just lining up objects. Like, and if I rotate the cube at certain angles, I can get like uh, part of this object to uh, complete itself as an as the full object on on another side of that cube. And so, like, all you've got to work with is like. Well, what it's the sides that are like to the left, to the up, to the right. Like you're limited in what you can do, and so the space in which the puzzle solution can exist is very limited. Um, which makes like it really fun because you're like, I am staring at the. It frequently feels like you're looking at a. Uh, what are they? It was like those things eye. in the mall. Yes, a magic eye. Um, where. I stare at this long enough. If I <laughs> like, frequently you're not actually doing constructive puzzle solving. You're just. I will just move this cube until all of a sudden you go, oh, shit. Like, those lines do match up. Um, it has a really, really wonderful hint system um, that has, like, multiple safeguards to be, like, do you really, like, where when you're, I don't know, a couple minutes into trying to figure out what the next move is, and you, it's a limited space to do it. So it's, like, always pretty obvious where you should be poking and prodding and moving the cube. Uh You'll just get a little, uh, like a, a flash in the corner, and it's just like, hey, a hint is now available. It wasn't at the start, but now it is available. And then you can go over to the hint section, and it's got three layers of hints. And so, you like, you know, uh, telling you that you can go from vague to very specific. Um, and even when you hit the button to unlock that clue, like a meter fills up. So you can be like, no, 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 okay, actually, no, I don't, nope, I'm going to go back in. <laughs> like, I've got an idea now. I'm going to go screw with it again. Um and one time I was just truly stuck and I went through the three hints. And even the third one is not like a screenshot that says, do this. It is just increasingly uh, specific hints without the actual solution at the end. And I really appreciated that because like my big thing with puzzle games is I love them. I, I enjoy playing them, but I get frustrated easily. And I it, it sucks that frequently the way to bridge my mental gap is to then go to a YouTube walkthrough, slowly scrub through it so I can get what is a hint. Like, I should just be, all I want to know is I should look over here. I don't want to be told what to do. I just want to know that look on this side, play around in this space, and hopefully you can figure it out. And this game has that in its hint system. So I'm just always making progress without the the feeling that I'm like completely cheating myself out of the solution. Like, it feels like the game 
the hints are written as though there's someone sitting next to me that's like, ah, that's like, just like, eh. like, you know, kind of like every day with the elf on a shelf with my kids. It's like, you know, I don't know. I guess we really just haven't checked the living room enough. <laughs> uh, heard the elf loves to be over by the TV. And it's just really well written in that way. And so many games get that part wrong or don't do it at all. Or it's like not a hint system. It's a solution system. Yeah, that's like, not what I want. I remember, God, the game that did this best in my memory is like uh, one of the old Tex Murphy games, Pandora Directive. Yeah. But they didn't. It wasn't. The hints were either. It was very rare. The hints were either. The first of all, it didn't escalate very well. Like they would give you a hint and then it's like that didn't really do it for me. And then it's like, well, do you just want to drop it down to baby mode and not solve the puzzles? <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm here for the puzzles. Um, but that was, that was kind of the problem is like, there was never, it, it wasn't a nice, like Goldilocks escalation of yep. like hinting to solving. And that struck me as it made me realize like giving satisfying hints is actually pretty fucking hard. It's really um, hard. Yeah. And, and even to the point where one of them, where I, I escalated the hints, the last hint I went, that's not specific enough. <laughs> like I was like, that is an X. And I did get there. I thought about it a little bit more. And then I, I, but I'd rather the game stop at that point. And then where it's like, look, if this hint we have given you, which the developers feel is as specific as they want to get, well, then I'll just go look up the walkthrough and I'll get like the actual thing to do next. But so many games like don't do that, climb the ladder in that way. So other than being, uh, really smart and really pretty and really enjoyable. Um, like the only thing that's missing is like, if it's like the quintessential, I, I like, I wish this was on an, on an iPad or a switch because in the same way that I really enjoyed the room games, uh, like playing that on a phone or an iPad, there's something about like moving the object with your fingers, as opposed to what I'm doing now, which is like, dr- like the interaction is like press the mouse button to like, cue the game that's like, hey, I want to I want to shift it. And then I move the mouse to, you know, to do those actions. And I'm sure this game will eventually come to all those places, but it works fine on a mouse. And it's it's very, very satisfying. And so Mon Cage is, is one of those games. I end of the year seems like a really good holiday game, just something chill to, to hang out with for a couple of hours. It's I don't think it's particularly long. I think I'm like halfway through after after a couple of hours. Uh, Kata, what did you want to shout out today? Uh well we can talk about Babel Royale real quick yeah that's a quick one yeah that's the new the new hotness the new hotness um, dropped literally yesterday when we're recording this um Babel Royale is a battle royale Scrabble game uh from the creators behind Universal Paperclips um that just was announced yesterday and dropped for free. Uh, and I jumped into it and had a lot of fun, um, playing this. Was your slow typing, were your slow typing issue, like issues, uh, like problematic (laughs) in playing it? So you have to be very deliberate about your typing. Oh, so it was an advantage. (laughs) Christ. (laughs) Wow. Wow. So, uh, the, the game plays like. You know, multiplayer Scrabble, there's 16 people playing this game at the same time. You're on a Scrabble board that has your normal, like, three times, five times, uh, like, bonus spots. But then also scattered kind of more randomly are uh, item pickups. Because 
this is a battle royale. You need to pick things up while you're out in the field. And essentially, the, the way you move across this, this, the, the screen is by making words. Uh, there's a, a ring slowly, you know, closing in. Um, yeah. And so it's like the last letter you type, like your position? The last word. Right, like the okay. whole word makes up like your character's body, essentially. Okay. Um, and essentially, what you're trying to do is, you know, stay alive as long as possible. And you, uh, also, if you run and get close enough to other people, you can kill them by making a word that um, connects your last word and their current, like, active word. Every time you make a new word, your old word is behind you, kind of in gray. Uh, just becomes like leftover sh- shaft, basically, um, and they have a couple of items that help you um, re uh, uh, um, like. There's one that lets you re rack, right? See, like, get all new tiles. You get kind of you get tiles on on a on a pretty quick timer if you've uh, run out of uh, of. Uh, uh, options basically you get new letters so like at a slow tick unless if you can use all of them it gives you a whole new rack immediately um so it's there's some strategy to like looking at the whole rack and being like oh i can use it all up by making this sequence of words right um there's a there's a bomb item that gets rid of everything that's gray within a certain circle like because by like the rules of Scrabble, when you're making like words off of your current word, it also has if it if it lines up with any of your old words, the old tiles that were there, they still have to make sense. They still have to make words along those axes. So there's a little bomb thing where you can get rid of everything around you and just use the your current like active letters to make words. Um, it's been really fucking fun. Uh, it um, there's like very different strategies just like in your battle royale there's the um my strategy of making lots of little small words to like move towards the center slowly and leave a lot of mess so i'm harder to get at basically this hiding in the bush strategy and or hiding in a fucking bathroom strategy um austin who's his tweet about this was the reason i saw that it was happening uh posted a clip of him sniping someone basically by uh connecting their oil and his he like quickly made air and then dropped an f between to make airfoil but he was like at the word before air and it's just like wild to like see like oh like you can like kind of if you have the right combination you can really get like creep up on someone very quickly um so it's really it's really like I, I have a horrible vocabulary, I'll admit it. Um, but it doesn't penalize you for like playing wrong things. So there's a little See that's see that, this is yeah, good yeah. to hear because I also have a terrible vocabulary. And so as I've seen this yeah. and it was like briefly floated, I think by you, like, what if we streamed this? Yeah. And like that's I actually don't know if I would want to do this. I think it would just like expose no, like can, like something that I take like I've whenever learned I've had to so play many Scrabble words. or something. I was like it's not fun for me. I was like, I'm bad at this. Like, right. this is not a fun game for me. Like, this is a weakness in my brain. Like, I don't want to do this. So that's interesting that you can find ways to play it that aren't just yeah. Uh, it's like, like this Scrabble this thing. Seems where it's like, like it you got be the biggest word. brain, the biggest vocabulary, so you're gonna win the game. Right. Um, but there are other ways to approach it. Like, that's you can cool. definitely like game out 
around not necessarily seeing the words quickly if there's right. certain things where like you can just you so it doesn't penalize you for like putting wrong words it just says that doesn't work like try again mm. um and so there are moments where i've like in a panic just put down every tile <laughs> seeing what works being like that sounds like a word and then sometimes it hits and you're like fuck yes i'm out i'm that out rules. of the fuck right okay. it, it yeah. gives you that same excitement of being stuck like someone's like blocking your way out of the circle and you get like the right shot and then you get into the circle and you're safe sort of moments almost of like i'm scrambling here um I'm trying, like, I've. <laughs> uh, it also has the uh, really funny battle royale. Like, uh, there's hot zones. There are places where there's a lot of items and, like, a bunch of people drop. And if you want to drop spicy in this game, you can. Good spicy and drop. one of my yeah. fucking. <laughs> one of my favorite kills I got in this game was uh, learning that the word ah, which is a Hawaiian word for a specific type of volcano, is just two A's, right? I land diagonally from somebody uh, somebody else. Everyone starts I was on curious A. how handled loan words. Yeah. Yeah. No. Everyone starts on everyone starts as an A. And so I land diagonally to somebody else. And the way this works is you can see people placing tiles. You see like a ghost outline of like they're they have a tile here. They're gonna they're trying to do something. Um and I see them place a tile like directly above me, and I just like at as like as quickly as I possibly could, drag my A up there and hit go, and it made ah uh-uh in both directions with me and them, and snipe them in like the first two seconds of the game, and it just felt amazing. <laughs> like I got that spicy drop, and then immediately got a kill by punching someone. Basically, um, it's just it's a really clever uh uh combination of like when we, when the, you know um. Battle Royales were getting out. It was, there was like that small moment of everything trying their hand at making one of these, and like that kind of fell away already. But this, this is, a, I think, this is a welcome addition to that wave of like, what if Battle Royale plus X random thing that mm-hmm. you'd think might not work, uh, and it works. Um, that sounds awesome. Yeah, they have a weird thing in their shop. They have a shop. They have like a battle mm-hmm. royale, like you know, you buy skins for your letters, basically. Shop, and it seems like there's gonna be a season structure of some sort. But then there's also a really big button that says, "Fuck free to play games, sixty dollars for everything we ever make," which is weird. When it's in the same store where you can buy the gems to buy the skins that are the thing that free-to-play games have, because this is a free-to-play game with that monetization scheme, even but then you also have the big button that is called fuck them, give us sixty dollars and you get everything. It's like just have the one button then, right? The issue, like they they it, it goes, it's it like goes on to say in that in that screen like when you click in that they don't like the sort of nickel and dime uh method of you know continuously making new th- uh, things that in order to get people to buy more things and they want to focus on making interesting gameplay stuff happen down the line and it's like sure if that's true then why do you have those things still here and it's like because monetarily you have to offer something for people who don't want to pay the $60, I guess. But 
you're still doing the thing you purportedly hate. Um, Just giving people an option to opt out, opt into a different market doesn't erase the fact that you're still doing that thing. Uh, It's kind of strange. But it is free, and I don't know why you... I mean, I guess... I mean... (laughs) uh, Someone's going to want those skins... You can get like little camo on your uh, Scrabble tiles. <laughs> it's hell yeah, very funny. I have a little hat. I got a hat because I got a, a a number one placement, little crown. Got to show the- everyone that you're a little <laughs> tier one Scrabble battle operator. Yeah, <laughs> battle uh, right now. Just take thirty seconds. I know we got to wrap up and get out of here. Uh, I finished Solar Ash. That game's fucking awesome. Nice. It's like a hyper violent Super Mario Galaxy in some ways. Uh, the combat is not very good. The platforming is not very good. But like, we had a, a, a an award we didn't get to that's later in our Game of the Year awards like podcast that was like best experience like separated from like its individual components. Like Solar Ash is like one of those. Like it just like washed over me. Like the parts that I loved, I loved so hard. Like every time I skated up one of these colossuses. <laughs> And the colossi, uh, <laughs> and like I'm stabbing it in the eye, like that. That stuff just felt so good. Um, but lots of individual pieces of it, like the story, like did absolutely nothing for me. But I, I still, still really liked it. I'm gonna forget about it by the time we record again. So I just wanted to shout it out to people. Should check that out if it goes on sale or something. It's, I, I liked it quite a bit. Awesome. Uh, I think that's it for podcasts in for regular Waypoint Radios in 2021. Uh, we are we're done. Um, we're out. Wait, where the fuck is the outro? So this is something happened to that stuff in. This why is why this is why we who, weren't letting Patrick into the document who, before. Yeah, God. <laughs> the outro. Just delete them. But you can take out all those mailbag questions. Oof, no, it's gone. No, no, it's, it's in the middle. It's, it's in the middle. It's in the, it's in the middle the, somewhere. Who on earth? What? <laughs> I saw it. Just command F outro. What page? What page? <laughs> Why do you want to put oh, all the game of the year questions in the actual? Because I feel like you, you specifically <laughs> tailor those. You maintain those. So I didn't want to mess with your flow. And you could just take all those questions out that I pasted. You're right. It's gone. I pre- that, was, that was very thoughtful. I like. I didn't tell you that I've since changed the, uh, the meta. For question bucket, uh, oh. and it's all being routed through Evernote now because I was there. We go, yeah, shy of telling you all that we uh-huh. are now an Evernote team. Oh, oh, and good to know. we're all gonna we're all gonna get with Evernote, and we're gonna have shared notebooks, and we're gonna collab uh, via Evernote, and um, and then maybe once there's three of us complaining to Microsoft, uh, well, actually to Evernote about the Surface support. Uh, maybe that ticket can finally get answered. <laughs> anyway, that's a so, uh, Rob, Rob is going to smuggle into the next like equipment buy. Yeah. Like, well, I th- also, we need four surfaces. Four surfaces. <laughs> you'd love it. Them. I think. I think you'd be like. Uh, I think I would be like boss of the year. I, be, I bet you all be, be like, holy shit! Now this is productivity. Uh, you now uh, we. Now this is now podcasting. <laughs> you and Austin both. Everyone I know that has a surface really likes it. I, I I'm not even as I'm like a bit. Like I I bet I would I would I bet I would really like a surface. Uh and I'll bet you would too. But you know what you might like more than a surface is a subscription what? to Waypoint Plus. 
Oh. Uh, you can go to waypointplus.com uh, to subscribe. That gives you access to our premium feed where we've been doing stuff like revisiting the works of Michael Mann. Can't People just love it. They can't stop writing in being like, man, I just wish there were more Michael Mann podcasts. It's man, check out, give me man. Check out the forums. Check out the community conversation. Everyone's like, my God, manhunting. It's the best. Way more oh, man. Be- <laughs> need way more. Uh, we also been doing the Matrix uh, podcasts and we'll be checking out Matrix Resurrections uh, sort of as our first Waypoint Plus order of business when we get back from the break. Uh, and of course, Waypoint Plus also uh, supports our streams. Uh, this week, Natalie and I, for real this time, not as a bit, finished Inscription. It was Ooh. awesome. Uh, couldn't have done it without our Waypoint Plus uh, subscribers. So once again, that's waypointplus.com. There will be a sale uh, later this month. You'll hear more. Well, starts on, well you just, you'll listen to this on Friday, uh, starting on Monday. You'll get a reminder in the newsletter, and you know I'm sure they'll be on, on our, our Twitter and stuff like that. But yeah, if you go to vice.com slash waypoint starting on Monday and going through the end of the year, Use the code way last minute. You can 25% off an annual sub. And as in previous sales, I believe that stuff stacks um, where you can, if you have a monthly, you can go up to an annual. If you already paid for an annual, your 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 next year will get the discount if you just want to put it on top of that. Our theme music is by Bowen. The track is Miss You off the EP Pale Machine. Learn more at waypoint.zone slash B-O-E-N. That's us for 2021. Uh, we will talk to you again for the Game of the Year podcasts and next year. Until then, hang on. I have to copy something here. Hmm. I shouldn't. I have no place making fun of Kato for being a slow, for typing slowly. <laughs> I've been. I have been writing using a stylus into text boxes for the last like month to speak with y'all. Oh and my y'all god! Y'all are like, for Christ's sake, why are you doing this? And it's like because I'm just getting the most out of my surface, and that surface life. And so I really can't cast stones here because I'm living in a. Uh, I am living in a gorilla glass house. Uh, and, and so I, I guess uh, I, I it, it takes all kinds and and all input speeds and modes. Uh, anyway, thanks. Until man. next year, fuck capitalism. Go home. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Got a dishwasher just roaring in the other room. Ooh. Ooh. Not leaving a fingerprint on the file, but I'll bet it is. Kato's good. <laughs> you got it, right, Kato? He's got that dishwasher mm-hmm. uh, drop down. Yeah. All right. Uh, That's how it go works. On... You just pick what it is from menu and yeah, boom. Just yeah, drop it right out. Bye, dishwasher. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm ready. Never. All right. Uh, 40 seconds. Huh. Cool.
Hello? Oh, let's see if waypoint.gay is back open. Can y'all hear me? Because if you can, y'all for frozen on my end. And one of us is uh, broken. Uh -oh. Which, and that's uh -oh. not there yeah, now. Presuming means you've we, yeah. I've disconnected. All right, so. Oh, that doesn't All bother right, well. I tried we to send a message and it didn't go through. Okay. Let's What's see. good, Internet? One last time, it is December 17th, and you are listening to Waypoint Radio, episode Hello. 448. Hello. What, Kato? Hello. Oh, we are back. What are we doing here, Kato? Oh. <laughs> What's going on here? Um, I hear myself. You hear yourself? Yeah, I hear myself. From me? Hmm? No. Hold on, I got this. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> Um, uh, y'all were frozen for like 30 seconds. That's just you. Yeah, I think the internet on my end did a weird hiccup because it also, I, I sent that hello like 30 seconds ago. <laughs> mm. uh -huh. Okay, okay. I think All right. it looks okay now. We'll wind it back. 